Gritty culture and class in America, live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, the wife, the mother, the dancer, the educator, the author, the novelist. There's so many things and the subject of two separate documentaries, uh, soon to be the Melissa Channel. And, uh, and we'll, I keep saying that, but uh, it, we're getting closer and closer. Uh, <laughs> Melissa, I tell Juren, uh, at first a, a, a long subject of a series, uh, and, and now, uh, of course, for the last many years, uh, the host of her own radio and uh and podcast and you can hear us on 124 different outlets frank mckay here much more importantly renaissance woman melissa i tell john melissa how are you i'm doing great frank and thank you and and i hope everybody out there is uh getting ready for the the fourth of july weekend it's already upon us and and we're i i think we're in full swing in summer yeah it is fourth of july is uh it, it you know it's it's a clearly a summer holiday some people and i heard somebody say the other day that they uh they're like a little sad on 4th of july because like summer's almost over and i said summer's almost over july you know we still got july and we still got august and <laughs> right. we got part of september uh you know there's a lot of summer uh left to come but and and he says yeah well memorial day is like it's all looking ahead of us and everything else i don't know how do you feel about 4th of july uh, to me, it's the beginning of of summer. Me you know, too. Yeah, the schools have let have let out recently. Unless you live in Florida, someplace you've been off. Yeah. I, what and, What do you think the uh, the the big issue is? And and it's gas prices. I mean, we just had a primary election, right? And and you know, we mm-hmm. kind of saw what uh, what kind of happened. But uh, gas prices, taxes, inflation, uh, all kinds of things. Um, are are resonating with uh, with voters now? The one thing here in New York, you know, we had uh, we had a primary election. Um, a governor, yeah, for York. governor, and Zeldin mm-hmm. held off Giuliani, uh, Andrew Giuliani, that is, uh, yes. Rudy, and uh, and uh, Harry Wilson, who spent a fortune, uh, got yeah. very little vote, but he uh, he spent a fortune. I know all of these guys, and then Rob Astorino former right. uh, county executive in Westchester County, uh, the only one other than Zeldin that's held office. But Zeldin uh, got a pretty big bounce. But, mm-hmm. and again, I, I, and a big win for him. This is a but. This mm-hmm. is a but. Uh, Kathy Hochul, who ran and had no real competition. I mean, Swazi. Well, yeah. yeah Swazi was good, though. If I may say so, I think Swazi... Swazi was is is was a is a solid candidate. Is is a I think he would have been a, a wonderful governor. Yeah, he's the closest thing to a Republican that the Democratic mm-hmm. Party has, right? I mean, at least at least I I think he's a moderate. Com- he calls himself a common sense Democrat. Yep, and John Katzenmatidis, by the by the way, made that uh, expression well known. He yes, common sense Democrats. He- Exactly. At his, on his show, and here I'm giving John a, a plug. He doesn't need one from me, but yeah, in, anyway, on, at, 
<laughs> and every every week, every drive time afternoon from five to six p.m. It's the the it's uh it's it's the John Katz Matiti show, uh, Cats at Night. And and yes, he does he does boast that he has on his panel common sense Democrats and common sense Republicans. Yep, and uh, yeah, John Katzmatidis is, uh, you know, the billionaire and the owner of mm. WABC, and um, yeah. and and the show is is number one in so many uh, different uh, facets. Uh, really, he's uh, you know he he's done incredible things. But Swazi took that that expression. He put it on the side of buses. Unfortunately for Swazi, and and a lot mm-hmm. of people may agree with you, but uh, unfortunately for Swazi, only fifteen percent of the Democrats voted for him. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know if voter turnout was that that great necessarily, and and you know it's it's when you you know Kathy Hochul didn't amass a great deal of money. She had a pretty pretty good war chest. I mean, this is you know if you consider who she was a, over a year ago before you know before Cuomo had to step down in, in disgrace. Uh, very few of us heard of her, knew who she was. I didn't know who she was, and she knew that we didn't know who she was, and. Uh, you know, in, in a state where, yeah, I know there were, there were a lot of Republicans upstate, but, you know, this is a predominantly Democratic blue state. I mean, let's face it, this is abortion central. I mean, I don't mean to make light of it that way, but, yeah, she's guaranteeing that anybody who needs uh, a reproductive health care can just come in here without, you know, it's carte blanche. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, well said uh, and, and, you know, very accurate. No one knows who she was, you know, now. People will know who she uh, she is. Uh, Zeldin's yeah. nothing to sneeze at, though. Uh, Zeldin um, ended up spending a lot of money, but really because mm-hmm. of Harry Wilson. I mean, Harry, Harry Wilson came in and had uh, had money, and yeah. I don't know, you know, like what he thought he was doing. But um, I I, I'm not a Republican. I'm an independence uh, member. My uh, my son's an independence uh, member, mm-hmm. and and the party is you know all but defunct. Um, Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I mean, it, we lost ballot status, and uh, my wife is a conservative, registered conservative, uh. and my daughter's registered conservative. So Harry Wilson was mailing us, uh, you know, remember to vote on Tuesday for mm-hmm. uh, the Republican primary. We couldn't have voted if we wanted to. So Harry Wilson yeah, just had yeah. so much money, and I just saw Harry Wilson um, last week, and, you know, I like Harry oh, yeah. Wilson or whatever. Yeah. He spent Where was all, he? This, all this money to try to hurt <laughs> Zeldin. And and uh, yeah. was was like a waste of money. All he did now, was Zeldin money. Now I, Harry Wilson obviously thought he was following in the footsteps of Michael Bloomberg, another you know, yep. deep-pocketed person. Um, but uh, he, he wasn't as successful as Michael Bloomberg. And where did Harry Wilson come from? For those of us who are not familiar with his backstory, uh, this is what I know about Harry. Right, and I, uh, uh, I, I uh, you know, got to know Harry twelve years ago. Harry Wilson, from what I understood, was a uh, was a self-made guy, right? Now again, I could be yeah. completely wrong, but he's a self-made guy. I think he went to I think he went to Princeton. Is that right? Does mm-hmm. that sound right? He uh, maybe one of the Ivy Why not? school. Why not? <laughs> yeah, and he bartended to get himself through school, and you know that's mm-hmm. his story anyway. And he was hired. He's not an attorney. He's a mm-hmm. you know he's a businessman or he's an MBA. And what he uh, he ended up joining a, a big firm. I don't know if it was Goldman Sachs, but something of that ilk, something of that stature. And what he told me that made him is he went to as a as a young guy just getting his feet in the door. He said 
can, can I ask, uh, he went to his boss and said, can I ask you this? Can I ask for all of our distressed properties that are just completely losing money? And can you show them to me? You know, and so he looked at him and, and he picked out a few that, um, that, that were distressed that he felt was just poor management. And, uh, you know, on behalf of his boss, he, he went in there, he changed, changed the manager and changed this and made a couple, um, you know, uh, appropriate, you know, options, changes, whatever. And he, uh, he turned these, these uh, bad properties into profitable properties. And he said he did uh -huh. it enough. And the next thing he knew, he had, he had tens of millions of dollars to wow. his, uh, mm -hmm. to his credit. Now that's his story. That's a good, you know, that's a good story. That sounds very, you know, uh, you know, very good. I don't, I don't know whether it's a, a you know, an accurate story, but th this is what Harry Wilson told me. And I met yeah. him through Bloomberg originally. Michael uh -huh. Bloomberg and Kevin Cheeky, his deputy mayor, uh, asked me to sit with him, and that's why we originally met with him. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, MelissaItellJuren.com is where everyone should go and check out the two documentaries. But Melissa, uh, Harry Wilson uh, is is vilified by a lot of Republicans because he cost yeah. uh, many people's, uh, uh, you know, hope, uh, the, the great Republican hope, uh, Lee Zeldin, a lot of money in this. And a lot of people think Harry Wilson should be first online to do an apologetic fundraiser to get Zeldin uh, some of the money back that he cost him during this campaign. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, Lee Zeldin started this campaign 19 months ago, uh, according to his uh, his website. He started this, you know, he, he got in right away, and this was supposed to be his. And, of course, there were challengers. Now, you know, Andrew Giuliani, I think, needs, uh, perhaps he needs to start somewhere else. Uh, maybe go for a congressional seat. I think he's very well spoken, but he has to, you know, he's he's got to he's got to pad out his um, his resume a little bit. It's it's you know it, it's one thing to be running on on your name, your last name. It's another thing to have the goods to back it up. So and he's young. He's what thirty five, something like that. Yeah, he's the youngest of the bunch. That's yeah, far, yeah, by far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think he, he he'll go a long way. I just think he's he's got to he's got to build up his resume some other way. Maybe run for a congressional seat. That might be something to look into if he wants. Yeah, I think the first step though is is healing with, um, you know, the the Republican Party in general. You got to unify it, and and I, I think Lee Zeldin's the type of guy that can do that. Um, mm -hmm. And and bring all of these guys in, and and uh, I think Nick Langworthy, who is the um, the state Republican chair. I know Nick very well, and uh, Chairman Langworthy is going to bring these guys in and say, "Listen, let's get behind Zeldin now, and let's go for this." And they're going to, you know, they're going to bite the bullet. And uh, you know, I think all three of them will will do that, and that'll get their, you know, their believers, the people behind them, behind Zeldin, and and Zeldin's going to give uh, Governor Hochul, or as you call Hocus Pocus. Um, yes. Hocus Pocus, I forgot. Yeah. That's right. That's that's my name for her, Hocus oh, Pocus. Oh, she'll be thrilled that I reminded you of, uh, of, of that. <laughs> but uh, that was you. You, If that takes off, I'm, I'm going to say that started right here on the Melissa I Tell Joint <laughs> show. Uh, and, you know, think, think about this for a second. I mean, a lot of people, a, a lot of people were wondering, well, what's going to happen? The one thing that, that naysayers bring up is that more Democrats voted in this primary than Republicans, and just out of the mm -hmm. city, it happened. Out here in Suffolk County, more Republicans voted than mm -hmm. uh, than Democrats. 
And, you know, again, a general election is a whole different uh, animal. It's a whole different situation. And we'll see what happens. The one thing and in, in kind of transition uh, into the national situation, um, Donald Trump, uh, you know, former president Donald Trump, of course, was uh, was the subject of many questions in the debate and uh, and, and just over the course of time from the uh, uh, from the media and. All of them really except Harry Wilson. I think Harry Wilson skirted Trump, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, he yeah. you know, yeah. made it sound. And he also, he also was the only pro pro choice Republican in this uh, in this primary. And you know, we see how well that worked for for a primary. Uh, what's the latest on on President Trump? And mm-hmm. uh, do you think he's taken a hit this week with some of the testimony that's come out? Oh yeah. Well, one of the former aides. Uh, I, I believe her name is Hutchinson. It was a Ka- uh, Catherine Hutchinson, if I'm not mistaken. She testified. She's the latest, uh, the latest witness on the uh, the January 6th hearings that are famously being chaired by uh, Liz Cheney, uh, the embattled uh, Congresswoman from Wyoming, who is now on the outs from the party, and and uh, Kersinger. Her, uh, her co-conspirator and the rest of the Democrats, including our favorite guy, uh, Adam Shifty Schiff, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he's Shifty. You know, he had a, he's had a book out for many months, his recollections of the impeachment. Yeah. Oh my God. I, yeah. Yes, I don't know if it was an Amazon bestseller or not. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I got a couple of emails from the publisher saying, "Oh, get a signed copy." I said, "I don't know if I want a signed copy." <laughs> I could just tell you that if I have it, it was sent to yeah. me as a promo because there's no way uh, I bought that book. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So this this witness um, described in 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 living color how. Uh, how, how the president actually tried to take the wheel from one of the Secret Service agents because he wanted to go to the Capitol on January 6th. Oh and they, they yes, and, and, and I mean, it sounds like it, it, this is a really deranged moment. And they said to him, no, sir, we're going back to the West Wing. And that's an order. <laughs> you sit back down. Oh, my God. You Who get- said that? The Secret Service? <laughs> Yeah, Secret Service. Yeah, yeah. Oh or no, sir. We're going back to the West Wing. I mean, imagine if this is true. Imagine a grown man lunging at the wheel. Now, a I mean, we've president. had this. Never mind a grown. A grown man. president. Yeah, with that, you know. And I'm not talking about state of mind, but grown president lunging for the wheel at the limousine. I mean, we've had this happen to us when we're driving with kids. Somehow or other, they get free of their their yeah. you know their safety restriction, their safety uh, you know the the, the car seat whatever car you know seat belt and they kind of say no i want to go there and they try to grab to the seat you know the, the <laughs> steering wheel which is you know no Scary, get your right? hands off you don't know how to, i mean really <laughs> that's crazy I, I mean if it's true right i mean do if it's true what yeah. was your take on the credibility of her uh on this uh this catherine and what did you say her last name was Hutchinson, Hutchinson, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. she was she had been an aide for him. Uh, she was hired, I think, right after the the 2017 Charlottesville um, massacre. That's what I'm going to call it. Now I, I'm just going to say, as an aside, um, these people who are who are testifying are not necessarily heroes or heroines. You know, they stuck with with Trump throughout everything, through thick and thin. And why they're, they're coming clean now, I don't know. They're forced to. There's a book deal in the making. I don't know what it is. And the same thing can be said about Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, yes, she's brave. She's departed from the 
her party's, uh, you know, she, uh, line, and she she's doing, you know, she's she's um, going by her conscience, and she's taking a big, you know, a big hit on her career. She, I don't know, if she'll how she'll do in the in, in her own congressional race in Wyoming. She may lose it, but then then again, maybe she'll get a big TV contract with um, you know, MSNBC or somebody like that. I don't know. Maybe she'll run for another political office who knows um but she's you know th- that's as far as she goes she she's always she actually has towed the president's policy lines in many areas so she's no one there is a real is an angel but anyway um i don't know i don't know i'm not sure i mean i could visualize i could actually imagine this because um you know trump you know really felt that he was being uh, that, that 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 he needed to defend himself that he was being he was the subject of a vicious attack and that pence failed to come to his aid and do the right thing and so i you could see this i think you could see him say no let's go to the capitol come on what are you doing get out of the way you don't know what you're doing get out of the way i you know and 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 the secret service saying sir get back in your seat we're going we're going back to the west wing <laughs> that's amazing i, I mean it's amazing yeah. I, what what is trump saying about it? has he said anything about it uh that this isn't true that this is bs this is has anybody disputed it oh well, yeah plenty of people have uh from from the party have have uh you know vilified her and said that this is and especially on fox you know sean hannity and other you know high priests of the uh, yeah. you know of, of of the trump era have have said you know have denounced this as, as pure fantasy um, you know way to you know uh, maybe be to help uh, untarnish one's association with somebody who you know is uh you know is tainted so um i don't know i mean it i can see it play out i can i mean i'm sure i'm sure other people maybe you can you can share my vision too no doubt about it. i can see that, <laughs> see that happening it's you know what it's uh you know i could see him saying that mm-hmm. he um uh, I, I'm the president, and these are our people. They uh, they know that mm-hmm. I've been cheated. Let's go over there and see what's going on. And uh, yeah, I, I just don't know that uh, that uh, I, I mean, how how credible is she? Where was she? She was in the car. I don't know. I'm not sure that I, that part I didn't get. But yeah, but that's what she was told. Or that's what she heard. That's I don't I mean that's a good point and 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 where does when did how does she know all these these things that were exchanged between him and, and the and the and, and the Secret Service? You know you got to pardon really- you got to pardon my ignorance on this and and again before we continue go to melissaiteljoran.com if you're not driving and you're listening to us uh, in front of a computer go you know go there while we're doing this and 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 when we're done check out the uh, check out the documentaries. Uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa, I tell Uh here, Here's the thing, and you got to pardon my ignorance on this. Has she no, been right. cross-examined on this yet? Ah, that's an interesting thing. I don't know. She must have been. Yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, what's the, yeah. you know, people are disputing it, but, you know, what's going on there? This can't be good for, for mm-hmm. President Trump. This, uh, you know, that kind of testimony can't be uh, good for former President Trump. Um, you know, if they rip her to shreds and they, whatever, but she was a loyalist, right? She was a Trump loyalist at one point? If yeah, she, yeah, oh yeah. Situation. She, she, 
she stayed in, uh, you know, she stayed in there through thick and thin. You know, she was she stood by him. Amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Where, where yeah. do you think the president is? You and I are talking a little bit uh, about this off, uh, off mic, but President Trump, where do you think President Trump is in his decision to possibly run again, um, not run again? Uh, you know, a Trump um, DeSantis ticket might be uh, might be something that uh, that people uh, would be interested. A lot of people would be interested. But other Republicans, I think, are saying, please, President Trump, just retire. Do not do go, away. go away. Go away. <laughs> Don't go away. Man. Just go away and uh, and and stick there. Sorry. Her name is Cassidy Hudson Hutchinson. I'm sorry. I'm what? sorry. Cassidy Hutchinson. I don't I don't know why I said. Yeah, I don't know why I said Catherine. Yeah, Cassidy Hutchinson. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah, it, it comes up right away. Hold on. New questions after Cassidy Hutchinson's January 6th committee testimony. Um, yeah, uh, Cheney declines to say if January 6th committee sought Secret Service corroboration of. Um, yeah, so, it, you know, it, it, it may also look a little like, and, and I've spoken to some people and some people that are kind of, not even Trump people, per se, uh, not Trump supporters. But there are a lot of people that are saying kangaroo court with regards to this. Would you call it a kangaroo court? Uh, some people have said it's a kangaroo court. Yeah, I mean, That's true. Is it? But, you know, like, is it or is it just split right down the middle? People are... Um, People are going to, uh, you know, protect their president, at, uh, their president, Donald Trump, at all costs, and they'll call it a kangaroo court. Or, um, you know, is it obviously there's they're trying to get him. They're, they're not trying to, uh, you know, Liz Cheney is not trying to make Donald Trump uh, a fair uh, process here. She's trying to get him. And I, I haven't watched it, so I can't say. But I can't imagine that uh, if you have Liz Cheney in charge of a uh, a Trump trial that uh, or or a hearing that he's going to get a fair shake, and I'm not I'm not defending uh, you know uh, anybody on January sixth. I'm just saying mm -hmm. that's going to be the argument. And on the other side, I, it's you know who can defend anything that had to do with January sixth? It was uh, it was uh, treasonous against our mm -hmm. country and, and just terrible. I I have no problem yeah. saying that. My uh, my question is. Um, is what are you seeing? What's your what's your take on the whole situation? Well, it's a look. This is this is what the as 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 we saw with the impeachment hearings. This is a response to the actions of the president. Now, with the impeachment, it was a little bit different. Uh, he did have, you know, he there was some constitutional wiggle room there. He was actually uh, he was actually defended by. None other than Alan Dershowitz, who said that you know, any any president, Democratic or Republican, could not have been impeached on those grounds. Um, although in the American, in the minds of some of the most of the American public, he had uh, Trump had done wrong, that he had he had broken the law. Um, but he was, you know, because of the Senate majority, that also I think helped a great deal. But 
Um, you know, I think, you know, with, with, according to Alan Dershowitz, if this had been Hillary Clinton, he would have done the same thing for her. She would have been, you know, she, she would have been uh, vindicated. She would have been exonerated. Um, but here, yeah, I mean, look at the pictures of this. I mean, I'm, I, yes, yeah, some pe- most people came there with, with peaceful intentions, but you did have those gangs. You did have people who were rowdy, who broke through. I mean, it was an alarming picture. And imagine what, what the rest of the world thought when they saw this. Oh, the U.S. is on the, on the brink of collapse. Yeah. And, and then his, yeah, and then his statements, um, you know, that, uh, you're all very special and, <laughs> and you're nice people. Um, but there's, there's fault to be put on, on either side. Why didn't Nancy Pelosi call in the National Guard if she was made aware of the, the enormity of the crowd and the implications for disaster? I mean, was the crowd that big? And then, of course, the, 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 uh, one woman was killed. She was, I don't know, she was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they shot at her. Somebody helped hoist her through one of the windows and didn't even, you know, didn't ask questions, obviously, because of the, you know, the intensity of the moment, and she got killed. Uh, it was a terrible thing. I mean, you, you just don't storm the Capitol and demand, uh, you know, you say, you say to your people, look, this is the election. He should have just accepted the election. Jimmy Carter lost Terribly, and he, I think he knew the day before what was going to happen. He knew that Reagan was going to run away with the whole thing. And it was it, Jimmy Carter didn't say, okay, I'm going to fight Ronald Reagan. This election was stolen from me. I mean, there's a chance. You, you know, right, he went back to Plains, and he did, you know, he did great things with his life. He didn't say, okay, Ronald Reagan, I'm coming to get you. You're not the real president. Yeah, right. You know, again, you know, it's, it's, it's very accurate. Um to, to to say that this is sad, well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be right down the middle. It's many people will argue okay. that it's very uh, it, that it's it's completely accurate to say that this was sour grapes and that people mm-hmm. that uh, that weren't there and and a lot of those people that were storming the Capitol and then let's face it, they did. I mean, they were protesting. They went uh, they went way above and beyond. People died because of this. They died because of that. This. Uh, is is treasonous against our country, no question about it. Many people will mm-hmm. make that argument. I don't know what the argument uh, in favor of what they did is, right? Uh, whatever it is, you know that they were patriots or they were they were throwing tea in the Boston Harbor or something like that. Ridiculous, right? That's ridiculous. The argument now is: Did the president incite it? Did the president? Uh, handle it right. You're right about Nancy Pelosi. I mean, uh, a lot of blame to go around here, and she certainly is not the key person. I don't want to spin it like that. As much as I, I'm not a Pelosi fan, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, Pelosi fan. We can't give her the main blame. But you know, if she knew if she knew about this crowd, and she responded lightly to it. Shame on her. And every other. Every other, uh, you know, Democrat, Republican politician that they were, if they took this crowd lightly, shame on them. And they've got uh, they've got some responsibility here. They didn't cause the riot. They just handled uh, the the situation uh, terribly, the crisis terribly. You know, my Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my question. I, I mean, do you agree with that? I agree. You're absolutely right. This is, you know, the the whole situation was just I mean, it's not like the well. I was going to I was going to make an analogy with the border crossing with with what's going on at the border. That's another catastrophe. But yes, thing a lot of things were not handled perfectly. But the optics here really they're not in favor of the president. 
Yeah, you know, I, I meant to ask you, how is, uh, how is Vice President uh, Harris handling that border crisis, huh? She, uh, uh, that's her ballywick. That's her, that's her job. Yeah, she's the main thing. She's the, the border czar, yeah. I don't think she's not so well. Yeah, what the heck is that? Not so well. I don't know. I don't know. And yet she thinks she's going to be... Uh, she thinks she's going to be the heir apparent. If, if, and this is another rumor we're hearing. Um, um, that, that, that Biden is not going to run. That, that, I don't know. Maybe this is the open secret that um, the party will decide. Or maybe they've already spoken to him or his wife to Jill, that after the midterm elections, now that Biden, and we've discussed this before, that Biden will say, well, you know, I, I, I love America, I love you, <laughs> but unfortunately, I can't continue. My health says otherwise, <laughs> so I can't remain as your president, and I will have to step down and pass the reins to Kamala. Kamala will lead us to victory in November 2024. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think they have much of a choice, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't yeah, think they can yeah. run Biden again. I mean, President Biden is, you know, and I want to be respectful to the office, but he's he's been a disaster, uh, right? I mean, it's uh, you, yeah. you can't do, if you can do a worse job than, than what President Biden has done, um, you know, somebody pointed out, I mean, because, you know, again, mm -hmm. I, I, let me take that back. I, I want to be down the, down the middle on it. Some people, some people have compared him to Jimmy Carter. And a lot of people would say that's not fair to Jimmy Carter because his band, mm -hmm. Jimmy, you know, great, great man, right? Wonderful, lovely man, Christian man and all that. He, you know, loves, you know, loves his religion, loves his family and all that. Uh, but really an ineffective president of the United States. Very good former president, right? He made himself a good ambassador and, you know, and all of that. But, uh, uh, you know, you know, a, a very ineffective president. Is Joe Biden doing a less effective job than Jimmy Carter did? Ah, that's well. They've you know they've been they've been compared endlessly. You know, the people people say, oh, this is this is the '70s all over again. So if you miss the '70s, or you're really dying to have a, a nostalgic trip, you know, down down memory lane, we're in the '70s again. Yeah. You know, gas line, gas prices, inflation. <laughs> I don't rem I don't know. Did it was was it was there a, a a supply chain crisis in the '70s? I don't know. But I mean, but you know, if you go back in time, if you look at pictures you'll see um you know gas lines you know inflation people complaining the economy's down the tank i mean it's it's it and and, and biden is was a was a uh, i don't know a mentor a protege of carter's he was really close to carter back then oh i didn't know that oh that's something i didn't know that at all yeah wow wow yeah i mean the, the plot thickens kind of right i mean it's uh yeah. um yeah, no, he's he's being compared to Jimmy Carter at every uh, at at every front at every angle. Uh, what do you look? We started out kind of you know like here we are on uh, July fourth. Uh, well, uh, you know July fourth weekend at least the first day of July, and uh, and we started out talking about uh, the holiday and when it starts. You know, this is this is when we kind of focus and and you know. Uh, Yes, patriotism and, and all of that, but we start thinking about the summer, and because the summer is uh, is here and full bloom, 
we start thinking about the economy. The gas prices are through the roof. Supply chain chain issues are, you know, rampant. Um, we have problem. Still, there are serious problems getting baby formula. Am I am I right about that? Oh, absolutely. We still have. I mean, they're endless. It's a crisis. I mean, it's 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 a it's it's an, an epidemic already. I mean, it's and and there's it doesn't appear to be an end in sight. You know, I mean, when you evaluate how things are going, the uh, yeah. the travel season is upon us. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's going to affect the economy uh, because how many people have the money to spend on the gas going cross yeah. country or going whatever shorter trips maybe and whatever how about flights flights are going to be more expensive because of the right they are yes and also well things are already screwed up at the airports I mean I mean there are people traveling you you hear about them all the time they're in Europe they're going from city to city country to country people have vacations planned but you know it's still a hassle it's a real hassle because there you know in the past two years we've seen disruptions in the airline industry it's i mean it was it was not a great thing to fly before it was pretty you know it was pretty miserable to fly before and now it even so I and mean, yeah the fares are up the, the, the fees i mean it's it's not fun i mean you you really got to plan for this thing and expect to spend a, a chunk of change just to, to perhaps fly in, in the you know in the U.S. I don't know what's what's going on with Europe because I I, I don't know what the the prices are. I haven't I'm, I haven't been concentrating on those. No, uh, and uh, you know you mentioned Europe. Uh, do we have any latest thoughts on the war? Have you been following it at all? Oh, the the the, the latest rumors are there's a buildup at the border of of uh, NATO troops and and other per- personnel and. You know, I mean, we, we, you know, the war has faded in the background. I mean, really, hasn't it since the abortion? Oh, my God, nobody's talking about it. Um, and, 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 and while, you know, as we're speaking, and, and you've been there, you were there when, in the beginning, at the beginning, and, and lives being lost and innocent people uh, killed and, and both sides, Russian and, you know, Russian troops and mostly civilians. I mean, this thing doesn't seem to end, and, you know, Putin... I think Putin's plan blew up in his face, and uh, you know I we, we I don't know what the you know we we pledged eight hundred what was it eight hundred billion million bill oh God knows in aid uh, where is this thing going to end it's and and of course every time the gas prices go up it's you know Biden says it's Putin Putin did this to us yep <laughs> wow it, it just absolutely. You know, absolutely amazing. You mentioned uh, Roe v. Wade in, in passing there, uh, the abortion issue. And we, um, uh, you know, we touched on it a little bit that Harry Wilson was the only uh, the only person in the Republican uh, debates and the Republican primary that was pro-choice. Uh, and that didn't go very, uh, very well in the in the primaries. He got crushed. Right. Um, more people showed up on the Democratic side in a non-competitive, even though I agree with you, Tom Swazi, um, you, you know, uh, made a compelling case, made a compelling case, uh, but it really she had no competition. What, uh, Jamani Williams, what did he have? Did he have 16%, 70 you know, something like that? Swazi had, mm-hmm. um, uh, Swazi had 15, and Kathy Hochul, Governor Hochul, had the rest of it. Therefore, uh, you... you you know, you've got to say that it's non-competitive, but still a lot of people showed up and a lot of people showed up 
that we didn't expect. We, meaning like the political world and people around the political world, didn't expect to show up. Right. I think they showed up, many of them Mm -hmm. showed up in response to Roe v. Wade. Even though New York isn't going to be effective. Well, it is going to be effective. We're going to get people coming here. Right, that's right. Abortions to, to, um, uh, you know, have uh, have a procedure done because it's illegal in other states. And Mm -hmm. so we'll have an influx of people, uh, you know, coming to do that and whatever. But what what do you see happening now? Uh, What's the latest on the Roe v. Wade debate? Well, there is talk now that uh, Justice Thomas wanted to, um, he mentioned in, I guess, one of his his briefs that he wanted to, perhaps it was time to reconsider contraception, uh, gay marriage, same, uh, interracial marriage, which sounds bizarre because isn't his right. wife white? Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I don't understand this. I don't know where this guy's coming from. Uh, when does he retire? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when, when he dies. Right? Oh uh, God! You know, like when he dies, he's not uh, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so oh my we're, God. we're gonna re we're, we're gonna uh, reinvestigate all of that. But yeah, the interracial marriage. Yeah, what sense does that make? You know, I don't know. To, uh, I don't know. A, a Caucasian woman and he's African. Right. What is going on there? It. That's. I don't know. That, I don't that's know. It makes. Bizarre. I don't understand. I mean, okay. I mean, maybe they should have stopped at the Mississippi law, which says, you know, ban abortions at 15 weeks. Maybe they should have done that. And, yeah. But I, I think we knew all along what, what their true, what their philosophies were. And I'm talking about the, the uh, four conservative justices on the Supreme Court, or is it five? Uh, you have five, Alito yeah. and 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 uh, and uh, Kavanaugh, and Gorsuch, and, and 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 Amy Coney Barrett, and 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 uh, uh, Justice Thomas. I mean, I mean, we I think everybody knew what, where their their thoughts lay. I mean, even though they said, "Oh, Roe v. Wade, that's what you know, that's the law of the land. I wouldn't touch that." But they found a, you know, they found a loophole, and yes, and it's true constitutionally. If you want to, you know, if you want to be, you want to go through this, you know, um, line by line, they really, it's really hard to find a constitutional basis for it, and they want to leave it up to the states. So that does mean, yes, you're going to have red states like Mississippi that have stringent anti-abortion laws, and and people who are like Amy Coney Barrett says, you know. You know, there are places to give these kids up, for these babies up for adoption. You know, and that's true. People are looking to adopt babies, and they'd be happy, more than happy to take them in. But, you know, this is a very complex issue. And it's it's uh, it's, it's really hard to, to, to hold on to, you know, your your views one way or the other. I mean, you can, but, you know, it's it's just such a it, – it, it's a tinderbox. You know – and again, I don't want to minimize. I don't want to make uh, make light or make a uh, make a joke about something that uh, so many people are uh, passionate about on on both sides. But it, you know, there if you look at Facebook or or social media, it'll say married, single, engaged, uh, you know, different things like that. And then there's one line that says it's complicated, right? Which mm-hmm. means. I'm kind of in a relationship. I'm not, you know, I don't know how serious, you know, uh, uh, it's complicated. And I, when I hear about this, when uh, when somebody asked me about the uh, the Roe v. Wade 
uh, situation. I say it's complicated. It really is complicated. And, um, I, you know, one of the things uh, that, I, that I've got to say is that I didn't think that they would do this. I never thought that this would really happen. Everyone mm -hmm. used to say, well, you know, vote Democrat. Uh, because um, not everybody, but I mean, you know, Democrats used to say I vote Democrat because I'm worried that, you know, Supreme Court will one day overturn a woman's right to, uh, to choose. And I, I, I used to think to myself, that's never going to happen. And they'll never do that. Uh, there was a Seinfeld episode, if you remember. I don't know if you remember that, where Elaine was very passionate about pro-choice. And she was going out with a good looking uh, a moving man. And, and they were you know, they were. Um, in the uh, in in the front of his car, or, you know, truck or whatever, and mm -hmm. uh, and Jerry had been teasing her about, well, ask him the question, where is he? Where is he on this issue? Where is he? And then she was like, oh, I'm sure he's choice and all this. So she asked him, and then he looked straight ahead and he says, you know, one day we'll have enough judges on the Supreme Court to overturn that decision, and whatever. And and you saw Elaine go, oh, you know. You know, like, and that was the, you know, the, the most comedic, uh, you know, rendering of that subject that you could possibly get. Um, and, and I think they handled it skillfully. But do you remember that episode? Do you remember that? Oh, no, I don't. I'm afraid I don't. Yeah, there was a, a you know, there was a, uh, a guy named Poppy who was, um, mm. uh, you know, he's a, 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 you know, a, Italian um, restaurant owner. And he was very, you know, very much pro-life. And Elaine was boycotting him because of that. And she made a big thing and all, all that. But anyway, that was, that was the most that I know in a sitcom that, that it's been touched on. But it is mm -hmm. complicated. It is a complicated issue. And, um, and, and boy, it just, um, I don't know whether it's changed the face of the midterm elections. But right now, I'm not sure that the Republicans blow out the Democrats completely but at the same time i think that that people are pocketbook voting and maybe that's a it's a good point to end on uh their pocketbook voting it's about the gas prices it's about the um you know it's about uh financial issues taxes inflation everything else uh, your thoughts mm -hmm. on all of that yeah it is people do it is the economy that's what people do they're, they're worried about their their the economy most people are i don't i i i don't uh, I haven't uh, found. I haven't come across anyone uh, having a deep conversation about the Ukrainian, you know, the Ukrainian conflict, unless it has to do with, you know, where the money's going and where, why our gas prices are so high, and and uh, why don't we open up the pipeline, the Keystone pipeline? Uh, I do I know it is. That's what it really is. You know, well, what are my taxes? That's why a lot of people are predicting a blue, a sorry, a red wave in November. Unless this abortion issue is, you know, thrown in the, you know, you know, thrown in in in, in the mix, and, and 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 somehow the Democrats' dreams come true, and and they knock out some Republicans, but the 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 rumors are that uh, Biden is, is, you know, I I could be wrong. I mean, I'm hearing this from everybody. I'm hearing this from uh, from your colleague at, at uh, ABC, Bill O'Reilly, and and other people that come November, uh, Biden is going to make his announcement that he has to step down because things will be so bad and the, the midterms will be so humiliating. Yeah, uh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, Melissa, 
thank you. And everyone, oh, thank uh, you, uh, Melissa, I'm sure you, you uh, as always, um, yes. join me in thanking everyone for tuning in. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We, we, we are internally grateful to, to have all of you join us each week. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have a, our own, you know, little group that, uh, of concerned citizens. No doubt about it. Guys, have a great and safe uh, Fourth Happy Fourth. And, and you too, Melissa, to you and your family. Thank you. you and, and likewise, you, and, you Frank, and, and, and yours. Yeah, and uh, happy Independence Day to everyone. Uh, coming, coming right up, some of you may be listening on, on uh, 4th of July, but uh, we love the country. God bless America. God bless everyone. Uh, Frank McKay signing off, and thank you all once again for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.